Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast, Season 11, Episode 18, and I'm calling this Scholastic Thinking, The Dangers of Boredom, because, well, I've been bored for the last several weeks, and it's got me thinking about school again, so I will get uh, all the details to you, and we will come right back. Grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product, and get ready to go. So, um, my boredom has gotten to a pretty severe level. Um, last time I believe I talked to you guys, I was talking about the fact that I had pretty much quit Flight Sim entirely. I blogged something like 10 or 15 hours this week. Uh, it's kind of been non-committal. Um, I was in the middle of a flight today, got bored, decided to listen to an audiobook and take a nap, and, uh, now I've got my sleep schedule messed up again, but I didn't complete the flight, I just exited out of the flight so it was real half-assed and you know not a thing that I was really committed to Um, which is a good thing from the perspective of not being addicted anymore Um, but a bad thing from the perspective of you know I really don't have anything to get my passion going or to get myself committed to anything at this particular point in my life um, the, uh, talking with my counselor that I had been doing that I mentioned previously, um, about planting trees of interest, so to speak, um, I did plant the going to, uh, game night tree, uh, last week. I went to game night. Um, it was kind of awkward. I was very, uh, uneasy socially, um, and I played, what did I play? I played Salem, and I kind of screwed up the game towards the end, because I didn't realize I was a witch, and so I killed someone, and apparently they had a card on me, a matchmaker card on me, so when I killed them, they killed me, and apparently that ruined the entire game, so that wasn't exactly a good experience. Um, and then I... I rely on the bus, so uh, I had to uh, leave at a certain point, so I kind of half-assed another game that was kind of a group activity, and that felt kind of awkward and weird. Uh, also met um, this attractive woman named Sal, and I got the feeling from what conversation I was able to kind of intercept uh, is that she has a partner, and my assumption is that being uh, that she's probably in her late 20s, early 30s, uh, this partner is probably for life, so uh, I don't dare touch that. Um, But it did cross my mind, and it was something that, um, I don't know, it entered my mind. It's like, oh, you're attractive, hello. Um, But then, you know, not being able to do anything about it and being in a socially awkward situation in general, um, you know, it was not the firm seed planting that I was hoping for. Um, I'm going to somehow make myself go back this next week. Uh, I tried to recruit friends to come along. We'll see if that happens. Uh, And hopefully I will be a little less socially awkward this time. Um, So that's where I am with that. Um, Also in my kind of slow unraveling from boredom, 
uh, I was talking to my friend Megan about wanting to uh, get a get a cat because cats are much easier to take care of than dogs and you know that would be a good thing for me so um, I got the paperwork to get a um, emotional support animal filed that with the apartment complex and went out and got a cat um, I rescued the cat essentially from uh, the cats uh, I named her Angela after uh, Angela and the double clicks because uh, they sing about cat videos and you know I have this unhealthy crush so that's there and so I named her Angela um, beautiful cat uh, kind of grayish beige with uh, kind of a white underbelly I posted a few pictures of her on Facebook if you're on my Facebook or even if you follow me on Twitter uh, you'll probably get links to some of those pictures if you follow me on Twitter and I see NACJK on Twitter um, so she's a very cute cat um, I'm worried that she's going into heat um, which is not good because I can't currently afford the um, operation to get her fixed um, and that was one of the things that I kind of failed to calculate uh, was you know I needed a comp company so bad that I failed to take in the entire picture of hey you gotta get her shots and hey you gotta get her fixed and hey you gotta buy pet food and you know I bought uh, I had a bag of food, pet food that I've had for a while um, I don't think it expired because uh, Angela's been eating it for about a week now and she isn't dead so it didn't expire everything seems good in that regard uh, and I got another bag of cat food and I thought I would have, it looked like I was going to have about somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 extra dollars at the end of the month after all my expenses were paid. And I realized that and I was looking at my bank account balance. It's like, oh, I got $44. I'm set. Wow, what should I buy with my $44? Hmm. Um, so I start getting excited and thinking about all the things that I could buy with $44. Incidentally, my mom's forgiven the loan. I don't know if I mentioned that last time or not. So I didn't need to pay her back. I just had 44 extra dollars. Um, and <clears throat> this was actually after I'd gotten the cat. So uh, what I should have done with that money immediately is I should have gotten her uh, a rabies shot and maybe a couple other vaccines. But what I did instead was I um, renewed a subscription to weather and navigation data for flight sim. Why I did that, I really don't know. Um, the few flights I was doing, I had to plan on a different flight planner, and I wasn't real happy with the flight planner I was using. So, you know, it was, I don't know, like 15 bucks, uh, 12.95 euros. So it worked out to about, about $15. So I spent $15 there. I uh, kind of regret that in addition to regretting uh, buying The Sims Parenthood, uh, which was $19. So um, I definitely, you know, regret the $15 and the $19. So in my head, I'm trying to do the math there. That's $35 that I spent that I wish I hadn't spent. Um, uh, and add another $36 to that because I'm still paying for the stupid uh, Amazon Echo which I bought thinking it would be really cool and it's not all that cool. Voice recognition sucks and 
the amount of information in Alexa's database is not really impressive. So uh, I guess you could say I've spent about $70 really this month that I would have preferred to spend elsewhere. And even the money that I'm sort of glad I spent, you know, I, I re-upped Netflix for the month just because I was that bored. And, you know, I got Netflix again and was like, okay, Frankie and Gracie, yeah, that's kind of entertaining, but not really, you know. Yeah, I have the rest of Cheers, so, uh, you know, I can watch the rest of Cheers now. That's kind of entertaining, but not really. Um, and they had a couple of good videos on Lions, but I couldn't find The Lion King, which is really what I was after. So, you know, I've had this month of kind of buying things and kind of regretting them. So, um, you know, and of course I'm doing what my psychologist told me not to do. You know, don't spend money on things that are going to kill time. Don't invest in killing time because killing time is not something that, you know, you would logically want to invest in. You would want to logically invest something in that is enjoyable, that is a good use of time, that makes you happy, um, i.e., it's better to spend money uh, at Woodstocks on game night because that is an entertaining thing that is something that I want to do that is something that I need to do uh, so it makes sense to invest money there whereas you know investing in the sims when I don't really play it that much and I just use, use it to, to kill time really doesn't make all that much sense so uh, there's a lot of money that I've spent this month that I regret and of course that's all I'm still waiting for the disability decision. So, you know, it's like uh, the last thing I bought was social, social psychology for dummies. So I'm wondering if social, social psychology for dummies will be the last thing I ever buy. Um, no, no stress or scariness there. No, not at all. Um, so, um, yeah, I got the cat. Uh, cat's keeping me company. That's a good thing. Um, didn't really think about the financial obligations, so that's a bad thing, but it's good to have the cat. And the cat is currently sitting on my extra chair and appears to be sleeping as I record this podcast. So, uh, there you go. I have company, even if she is, uh, on the other chair and out of reach as I speak into the microphone. So, at least there's that. I'm very glad to have Angela. I'm very glad that she's my first pet. Uh, I'm very glad that Unlike Milo, who I had inherited from my mom, who had inherited from the pound, who had inherited him from wherever he came from, um, you know, so he had like three or four owners uh, throughout the span of his life. Um, you know, this was, Angela was a feral cat, um, so presumably out in the wild somewhere and surviving on her own somehow. She's a kitten. I guess about four months old, three or four months old, that's a guess, because uh, she doesn't have all her teeth yet, um, certainly not all her, it doesn't look like she has all her uh, juvenile teeth, let alone any of her adult teeth, so uh, she's pretty young, uh, and I'm worried about her going to, into heat, she's starting to make yowling noises, so that may be what's going on, which is very unfortunate, because as I looked it up earlier, when cats go into heat, they spray, and that's going to make a mess, and I'm not very good at cleaning up messes, so that's going to suck. 
um, in addition to the noise and the, you know, she's going to go nuts because she's an indoor cat and I don't want her to mate. So that would be a crappy situation, was, which is why I want get, to get her fixed, which is why I wish I had $77, but alas, I do not. So um, that is distressing. That is unfortunate. I wish I had thought of that. Um, but I d really did need a companion that bad, and she's bitten me, and I haven't died, so, uh, I'm assuming she doesn't have rabies, but it's good to get her the rabies vaccine, and technically I haven't told the apartment complex that I have her yet, so, um, you know, I'm thinking it's good to get her at least the rabies shot before I say, hey, I had this cat, um, here's the deal, and, uh, explain that to them, but I've already got the... Uh, paperwork uh, as demonstrating to the emotional support uh, appropriate paperwork for that so I've already done that um, so now the problem is you know I'm playing the Sims kind of half-assedly I'm playing with the cat um, I'm playing flight sim half-assedly um, and this last week I went to game night and then after the game night the game next that evening, uh, as game night was getting later, for some reason, I had the strong urge to get home really quickly and play flight sim. So uh, I ended up waiting for the bus for a little bit longer than I should have and cutting out, out of there earlier than I should have. Uh, don't know why. I just don't know why I went right to that because I, I did my flight and then I was like, oh, well, this really wasn't that great. Why was I, you know, rushing home to do it when it really wasn't going to be all that great? I don't know. Um... But uh, the next day I was going to see my psychologist and, uh, you know, the med nurse and take care of all that. Uh, well, my psychologist called in sick, so, uh, and I didn't, either didn't get the call or I missed the call, the, the letting me know that he was sick. So I went in there anyway and found out, oh, he's sick, so no psychologist today. Um, and then um, the med nurse was out too, so there was a... Another nurse that simply handed me my bag of medications and said, you know, your regular nurse, we'll see you next week. Bye. Um, and that's good because I've got the medications. Uh, it's not so good because I didn't get a chance to really talk and say, um, well, here's how the medications this went this week, all that sort of stuff. So, um, I waited for, luckily, you know, I didn't wait so long in, uh, the office there that I missed the next bus so I was able to wait a, a sh relatively short amount of time for the bus home and then I think I did some flight sim um, and you know went back into this world of well I have the cat and the cat's nice uh, the cat likes to knead and suckle in my armpit which is very uncomfortable but uh, very cute at the same time um, but aside from that I have the cat I have the sims uh, I now have, you know, the ability to dispatch flights through Professional Flight Planner X again, uh, and I'm still bored. Um, so, I've kind of tooled around, you know, listening to audiobooks. Uh, I just got myself back into that uh, a couple days ago at the beginning of the month. I did buy a book on Audible, um, Practical Magic, I sort of listened to the book all the way through but I was asleep most of the time so I may need to go back and listen to that but it was a good book uh, from what I heard um, and then um, you know I'm reading through um, uh, the Lewis Mc 
Master Bejeweled series, um, the Vogel song, no, it's not Vogel song, uh, it starts with a B, but, um, I'm reading that series, Shades of Honor, Shards of Honor, um, and I'm most, mostly through that book, um, and, uh, I read the book before that, whose name I forget, but it was a good book as well, so I'm enjoying that, um, uh, I've got some good science fiction that I can listen to, and that's all free, that doesn't cost me anything, um, so that was good, um, but I kept kind of banging up my head up against the wall because, you know, even though I'm watching these audiobooks, you know, I'm watching Netflix, I've got DVDs of Roseanne, I've got Cheers on Netflix, you know, I've got all this stuff and I'm still bored and I'm still anxious. So... Um, I started really racking my brain, you know, what can I do? I'm stuck in this situation, I'm, you know, uh, to use a psychological term, I have a total external locus of control right now, I'm basically waiting for other people to decide how my life will go, um, in the near future, and, you know, in the meantime, I've kind of just twiddling my thumbs going, what can I do with myself to distract myself from the fact that I don't have control over my own fate right now because some disability council is deciding whether I keep getting benefits or not. Um, and really, I haven't been too distressed about that. I've been able to be in enough denial and distract myself enough to where I'm not thinking about it all that much. But um, in trying to think about what I could do, um, I kind of went back over my interests and kind of took inventory of my interests, and, um, I don't know how much I've mentioned it, but, uh, one of my options that I keep thinking about, uh, though how practical the option is, is kind of iffy, um, but one of the options I keep thinking about is going back to school for a graduate degree of some sort, um, because obviously my bachelor's degree has gotten me to the middle of nowhere, and I'm not happy with the middle of nowhere, and I'd like to be somewhere. Um, and the tricky thing about grad school is, um, for me, in my mind anyway, is it's a huge commitment, bigger than your bachelor's degree, I certainly think. Um, it's much harder. You have to be a much better writer, a much better student in general. Um, and, you know, I kind of... As a student, I kind of learned how to game the system. Um, you know, I was operant conditioned very well um, and figured out how to game the system. And, you know, here are the answer. here's where the, all the answers to the test are on the shared network drive. Oh, cool, thanks. And here's a trick where you can, you know, get the answers to this quiz that you have to take online. Oh, cool. Mm. Uh, that's interesting. Um... And, you know, the thing that I messed up on the most in college, you know, going to a very applied school, a very specialized school for game development, um, was the projects. You know, you had to create these projects and you had to be very applied in what you were doing. Um, and I kind of rode on people's coattails a lot. So, you know, I, I got through school, but I wouldn't call myself you know, very well educated for the effort, um, I kind of did the dance, and, you know, did what I needed to do, and, you know, that was it, and, you know, for the aviation stuff, um, I really struggled with weather, I found a way to get through weather somehow, some way, 
Uh, I struggled a little bit with BFR stuff. I found a way to get through that somehow, some way. Um, and then instrument rated stuff uh, wasn't as challenging. And then ATC, I nearly failed that class. So, um, you know, I the my school experience um, with traditional schools and that I've gone to Green River Community College and that, that I've taken a few real classes at Butte College um, has really showed me that I'm not a great student when it's, when I'm in a traditional school, um, which makes me really think twice about going back to school because that's, you know, I'm not a great student. I'm just, I'm just not. And I would have to really work on my writing. I would have to really work on my studying habits uh, as well as a number of other things. Um, but that's not the least of my, my issues or my concerns because I feel like well, gee, if I, if I, you know, paid a professional editor or one of those editing services every time I wrote a term paper, um, then I could probably get away with my bad writing in a master's program and it would probably be okay. Um, uh, but, um, you know, in, in testing, well, I've memorized before and I just have to make good notes and memorize again. Um, and, you know, nowadays you can take audio recorders easily into class and record the lectures on audio and then play them back later. And that's, you know, that's easy. Um, so, I mean, I could pass that obstacle. The obstacle that I cannot overcome right now is the money issue because... And I, I was thinking, you know, in terms of, gee, I'm interested in psychology. Um, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, an MFT maybe or, or a PhD or just thinking in, in that general vicinity. No no necessary, necessarily specific goals. Counseling would be fun, but, you know, nothing, nothing specific really at this point. Um, I researched the MFT degree at Capella University, and they require two letters of recommendation. I don't know how I would get that. Um, other than that, uh, other than, you know, the $50 and the money it would require to get the degree and the two re letters of recommendation, I think I could get in there easily because they're a for-profit school, and basically they want to make money off of you, so why would they, you know, um, not admit you to the school? Um but uh, the other thing that, that was part of the research for Capella University was, you know, I wanted a program that doesn't require a GRE because I hate standardized tests. And by going to UAT and, Butte, well, by going to B College first and then going to UAT, I never had to take the SATs. And I consider myself very smart and very elegant for that. Uh, of course, now... 10, 15 years later, I really wish I had, you know, just gone to Butte and then gone to a state school and avoided the test that way, but, um, I didn't, so, um, that's just something I'll have to live with, but, um, the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, um, I have this interest in psychology, um, I don't know whether it would be realistic or not, I was listening to a memoir of a psychologist um, called, I think, Conversations with Perfect Strangers or Conversations with Strangers. Uh, Phil is something. Um, good book. 
um, I was listening to that, and they were talking about couples counseling and some of the issues that some of the issues and experiences she had with that. And she was dealing with somebody that was very aggressive and condescending, and you know, hard to deal with. And that got me thinking, oh crap, I have. I have problems dealing with people. Is this a realistic thing? Should I think about this again? I was like, oh, yes, I should. I should really, really, really think about this. So, my conclusion, as I thought about this, and, you know, the idea of dealing with aggressive personalities and, you know, some of the more um, extreme psychological disorders, because I've, you know, I have bipolar I'm on the autism spectrum. I've dealt with people on the autism spectrum before. I've, you know, met schizophrenics before, uh, multiple schizophrenics before. Um, so I kind of have a sense of some of the more traditional mental uh, mental illnesses. But um, as far as dealing with aggressive personalities uh, or couples counseling, you know, that's stuff that I really. You know, I maybe I've given some friendly advice here or there, um, or listened to people as they kind of talk about some of their issues just as a friend. Um, but, you know, I've never been in a really working, well-working relationship, so what do I know about relationships? Um, and I've never been able to deal with angry or angry people very well. Um, I just don't deal with that very well. I get angry myself, so um, that's a serious uh, concern, uh, something that I seriously need to consider if I want to study this further. Um, so I came to the conclusion, well, you know, you could, okay, let's say it's a perfect world and you had the money you needed, you could, uh, you know, you could apply to Capella, you could somehow, you know, work on getting an internship and getting those two letters of recommendation, get those two letters of recommendation, then apply, then go to school. Um, but then, what do you get at the end of it? You know, what do you get as you're seriously in, the, in these classes, in these studies, and really, you know, dealing with the hardcore material, and what if you find that you don't like it, and then you're so far into it that you've committed, so you've got to finish, which is exactly what happened to me. AUIT. I was so into it and so committed that I was just like, well, I might as well finish. I'm not going to get anything out of this that I wanted to, but I'm going to finish because I have to. Um, you know, and what if I end up in that same situation where, okay, I, I have a master's degree and now I don't want to use it or now I can't use it. Um, you know, I don't want to be in that situation again. Um, and, you know, even if money wasn't a factor, I would not want to be in that situation again, because that would suck. Uh, now let's make money a factor again. Um, I defaulted on my student loans, um, because I have, you know, I had minimum wage jobs that have lasted the most nine months, um, and um, I've relied on disability income for the majority of the time that I was in college. Uh, actually, all the time that I was in college, I relied on disability income, and I relied on disability income for most of the time since college. Um, so it's been about 10 years or so that I've been post-college, um, and I've relied on disability income for most of that time. 
Um, and I found out a lot of careers that don't work in that time. Um, and I was, you know, I've always been financially strapped as an independent adult or a quasi-independent adult, which is really the more accurate description of what I've been. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I defaulted on the loans, couldn't pay them. Um, I just, you know, I probably could have made the money for them for the payments if I really worked hard, but, you know, it wasn't going to be easily doable, so I was just like, well, I'm, you know, I can't pay them. Um, so they defaulted, and then I figured out, um, that there is, uh, you can apply for disability on the loans and have them forgiven, so that's exactly what I did. Uh, it's almost been three years, so the disability, uh, period to get the loans completely forgiven is almost done. Um, and that's a good thing. Um, my barrier right now is if my disability renewal for Social Security is not for five years, then the loans automatically go back to default again, uh, and then I'm fucked. Um, and then there's this other side of it where morally, you know, okay, say I get that five-year extension, which probably isn't going to happen. I'm probably going to be more like three years or somewhere less than that if it works. Um, but let's assume I get that five-year extension. Um, okay, the loans are forgiven. I'm now thinking about going back to school, um, you know, targeting, um, 2018 for going back, uh, just taking some beat college classes maybe, you know, abnormal psych, social psychology classes like that. Um, just to kind of dip my toe in the water and figure out, you know, is this really want to, what I want to study? Is this really what I want to do? Um, and, okay, so say I do that, you know, say that's my plan. Um, you know, then, you know, I either have to go back to the Department of Rehabilitation and ask them to pay for it, which is going to be hard considering all the classes that I've dropped through their program, um, or I'm going to have to take out loans again, and then the whole prior, entire process starts all over again, unless I somehow come out more career-ready uh, as a result of school than I am right now, and that would be the hope, obviously, that would be the dream, that would be the ambition. But if it didn't work out, then I would be financially fucked again, and, you know, I'm financially fucked as it is, so I guess, you know, what does it matter, but, um, I don't know, you know, it's, no matter what happens with this disability decision, um, going back to school is gonna be a hard thing, um, I'm going to have to get creative about how I try and do it, um, I'm gonna have to talk to somebody to figure out how I try and do it, um, but I do feel in my heart of hearts and in my head, I do feel that it's something that I'm going to have to do if I want to get out of this kind of, um, you know, um, if I want to get out of this cage that I put myself in, um, I'm going to have to educate myself because with my current level of knowledge and with my current degree, um, there is you know, there's no jobs that I can, I'm seem to be able to get, and, 
you know, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you can't hire, can't get hired because you don't have any experience. In my case, you know, it's radio industry or the game industry or multimedia. It's like, well, you don't have any experience. It's like, well, how do I get experience? Well, somebody needs to hire you to give you experience, but nobody's going to hire you to get you experience. So we've been that down that road before. So that's a dead end. Um, and, you know, really, I need to be in school again to get an internship. Um, you know, be it in psychology, uh, psychology related field or social services related field or going back to multi multimedia or something, you know, I need to be in college really to get an internship because, you know, nobody hires people for free outside of an internship. So that seems to be really the only way out of my predicament. Um, but money, um, so I'm really scratching my head here and I'm trying to kind of one of the ways I'm trying to fill my idle time is to study. Um, you know, I had this course on abnormal, it called, it was called like, is anybody normal perceptions on abnormal psychology or something similar to that. And I thought, well, it's going to talk about abnormal psychology. What it did was it reviewed kind of psychology 101 stuff. Um, and I've already taken psychology 101 stuff, so it's like, okay, you know, it's been a few years since I've taken psych 101 or read psych for dummies, um, so it's good to refresh that stuff, good kind of primer to get me back into it, but that really isn't what I want. So now, um, I can't afford any more books, uh, this month, so I have the psychology, social psychology for dummies book, and I'm a slow reader, so I'm gonna kind of pick at that. Uh, I'll probably be picking at that for several months, um, knowing me, because um, the last book I finished was Socialism Seriously, um, and that was about a month ago, so I really, I have all these books that I have that I've read or that I've partially read, but I really haven't finished anything, so I have book ADD, so, um, you know, my book ADD is going to continue. Um, but one thing I thought of before I sat down to record this podcast and I started working on was um, the idea of going uh, to the internet and seeing if there's anything that I can use uh, to get learn about abnormal psychology. Um, because um, based on a conversation with our, my friend, you know, a primer for um, getting into an MFT program is usually an abnormal psych class. Um, so, uh, I need to take an abnormal psych class, and I want to take an abnormal psych class because I'm psychologically abnormal, and it'd be interesting to learn about that. Um, so now I'm kind of scouring inter the internet for resources on abnormal psychology, and I have access to, uh, the DSM-5, um, and that's very interesting to read and look through, um, but, uh, it's kind of dry, and it would be nice if I had a more, uh, user-friendly, version of that, preferably an audiobook, um, but, um, I looked on Audible, and audiobooks on abnormal psychology are sparse, so there's, like, two, and they're very, all, both very short, and didn't seem like they'd be very helpful, so, um, and there's no abnormal psychology for dummies, which sucks, um, so I'm gonna have to figure out this another way, so, um, that's where I'm at with that, um, I'm also in my thought process, um, I was thinking, and I'm going to ask my psychologist about this, because I go to the 
County Behavioral Health Center. Uh, I was thinking there has got to be a way. Um, I know there's like a peer counseling talk line um, that the county runs, and I've called that before. Um, so there's, and I've, you know, asked about jobs about that before, um, and it might be worth about investigating that again, um, just for shits and giggles to see if that gets me anywhere, because it would be nice to get, again, the exposure and the experience, um, and in addition to possibly getting letters of recommendation, uh, for a master's program, because, you know, it'd be nice if I could say to myself, okay, I'm gonna actually try pure counseling, and I'm gonna see how that goes, um, and do I like it? Great. Do I not like it? Uh, great. Now I know that. Now I can go on and look at something else to study. Um, so I'm, I am trying to make myself look at empirical data of whether I like this or not before I dive in headfirst, um, and at this stage, you know, I've invested, uh, $2, I think, $2.29 in social psychology for dummies, um, and I've invested some money in the past in that psychology memoir, the psychologist memoir, um, that I have on Audible, but, um, you know, $2.29 is not bad for an investment, um, in this pursuit, so I haven't invested a lot so far. Um, this is all really academic in my head, um, and that's perfectly fine and perfectly good, um, and it's a little bit more than killing time. I think it's an active research and pursuit sort of thing. So, um, I haven't seen my psychologist in two weeks. Um, he offered to reschedule me, but I wanted a week uh, without seeing the psychologist just, just to see what would happen. Uh, I didn't explain that to him, I just left a message saying, hey, I don't want to reschedule, we'll just meet next week. Um, so, uh, you know, I played Flight Sim again, uh, that was not great, but I was still half-assing Flight Sim, I wasn't, you know, acting, really wasn't other than Monday treating it the way an addict would, so I think I'm still in remission from that, um, and, um... I don't know, we'll see what happens. My big thing uh, now is to get myself to go to game night, um, and now my um, sleep schedule is all screwed up, so I'm going to have to figure that out. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, hopefully you enjoyed listening to this. If you're a psychology student, or if you're a psychologist that happens to be listening to this, and I do think that's probable, uh, drop me an email, won't you? N-I-C-N-I-C-J-A-K-A at gmail.com. That's November India Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Julia Alpha Kilo, at Golf Mike Alpha India Lima, dot Charlie Oscar Mike. Um, until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy road riding, happy learnings. Bye.